Are you coming, Master? Oh, no, I'm not brave enough for politics. I have to report to the council. Besides, someone needs to be the poster boy. Hold on. This whole operation was your idea. Let us not forget, Anakin, that you rescued me from the bus droids. And you killed Count Dooku, and you rescued the Chancellor, carrying me unconscious on your back. All because of your training. Anakin, let's be fair. Today you were the hero, and you deserve your glorious day with the politicians. All right. Well, you owe me one, and not for saving your skin for the tenth time. Ninth time. That business on Cato Nemoidia doesn't, doesn't count. I'll see you at the briefing. Welcome, everyone, from across the universe to the Wampa's Lair podcast. Star Wars is for everyone, so pull up a chair, get comfortable, and join the conversation with your hosts, Carl LeClaire and Jason Hunt, here in the Wampa's Lair. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampa's Lair podcast. This is episode number 500. We made it, everyone. Episode 500, Making History. I'm, as always, one of your hosts, Jason Hunt, and with me, the Anakin Skywalker and Yoda to my Obi-Wan Kenobi, we've got Carl LeClaire and Daniel from Star Wars. Now, this is podcasting. <laughs> Daniel, so glad to have you with us. Yeah, thank you, and I feel honored. I mean, happy, you know, congratulations, uh, 500 episodes, that's pretty awesome, and thanks for inviting me to, to be part of it. I really appreciate it. Yeah, well, the thank you. Uh, yes. we're, we've got a, a lot to talk, talk about, but Carl, Carl, we made it. We, we did. Made it. We made it. 500 episodes over 11 years of podcasting together, Jason. This has been probably one of the best things going on in my life in general um and uh it's just been an absolute blast making the show with you talking about star wars loving on it week in week out um it's been such a labor of love we're so blessed to have so many awesome listeners who've participated so much over the years um and uh yeah i'm just so excited to to be able to hit this 500th episode and uh and super excited that we have you daniel with us because um i had the pleasure of bumping into you in line at celebration uh it was chicago right back in 2019 yeah i think, yeah, I think that's we were in line to see something i forgot what it was it might have oh been i remember it was the oh, uh, okay. oh yeah because it was the uh it was the panel discussion about the radio dramas the star wars radio dramas by brian daly oh. And okay, uh, we were yeah. waiting in line for that, and you introduced yourself. Um, and I mean, you're you are such a delightful person. I wish you all could see Daniel right now. He's got an amazing Yoda hat on. Um, and uh, yes. and and Daniel, you when we met, you told me about how you were starting this project of kind of creating this website where you wanted to kind of just collect a kind of a historical overview of all the many Star Wars podcasts that have existed since the early days and. Um, you've been really busy doing that work. You've also been a really awesome champion of so many Star Wars shows, the way you, you your page kind of lifts folks up to recognize their anniversaries or, or big things like that. You've done such wonderful work for for folks out there. And uh, when Jason and I were talking about like, wow, 500 episodes, like that's a, that's a milestone that we're super proud of. What do we want to talk about on that? 
And I was like, oh, I know who I know who we should have on our show. I was like, there's this wonderful person I met at Celebration, and uh, he's been doing some great work. And we thought this would be a great opportunity just to kind of have uh, a conversation about the history of Star Wars podcasts, because these things have been around for a long time. And I feel like a lot of folks probably don't know some of the ins and outs. And of course, Daniel, you are the expert, which is perfect that you have the Yoda hat on tonight. Um, yeah, and yeah. we are certainly going to acquiesce to your your uh, expertise on this. <laughs> um, so we're super excited to have this conversation. And I think this will be really illuminating for folks who are into Star Wars podcasts. That I bet you there's a lot of things people aren't aware of about the history of, the, of this this thing. And Jason, I know you and I have been in the game for a long time, but it existed long before us even, which was wild to me. Yeah, um, so yeah. super excited. 11 years that. ago was still technically the early days of Star Wars podcasting. But uh, in terms of modern day Star Wars podcasting, I guess there was a big boom that happened right about that time. But, but Daniel, uh, when did it actually all start? Because 2011 when is when we started, but uh, that that's not exactly early on. Right. Well, you've been doing it for 11 years, you said? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, if I got it right, I think it has existed for 12 years before that. So it started in... Uh, February uh, 7th, we actually found the date out with some, some <laughs> old-time podcast people. February 7th, 1999 was the date of the very first Star Wars. Uh, it was called Internet Radio Show rather than Podcast at the time. Podcast, the name wouldn't even be, be around for like five years. So the first Star Wars Internet Radio Show, download the MP3 off the small GeoCities website kind of place. <laughs> Uh, it was called <laughs> Jedi Talk. It was start by, started by three guys living in uh, near Utah, uh, Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah. And they started it. And uh, from there, a few other shows came on a few years later, and it, it growed from there. Yeah. Grew from there. Wow. Now, in those early days, right, like like you mentioned, there was the, the term podcast didn't exist in 1999. Um, and of course, the Internet was a totally different animal in 1999. I mean, we all had to for several of us, probably with slow dial up speeds, we would type in a website and walk away and make a sandwich while it loaded. Um, so yeah. the thought of downloading MP3, that probably took a couple hours back then. Um, oh, oh, mistake. Not MP3. I just realized it. No, real audio file. If you remember real audio. Oh, my, yeah. oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah, of course. Wow. <laughs> there's, a, there's a blast from the past. <laughs> Oh, Jedi Talk was man. all real audio back in the day. I think somebody finally converted it, but it was all re <sighs> real audio files. And was and, oh, and, and I don't know if you have this information, Daniel. So uh, no, no, no worries if you don't. Was Jedi Talk that that very first radio show? Was it kind of just a conversation piece that you're aware of? Because February of '99, that's just a few months out from Phantom Menace's premiere. Um, what was it kind of just a, was it a new show? Was it a new slash just let's talk star Wars. Do you know kind of what the content of, of that particular show was? Yeah. So it was, yeah. It predated the prequels by a few months, didn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, we were able to do an interview, uh, of another very, the second oldest podcast, uh, in existence, uh, star Wars and direct, they were friends with the original podcasters and they did an interview, uh, I believe in 2021 with one of the creators, uh, Lucian. 
and were able to talk with them a little bit about it. And I, I did listen to those old files, most of them that were still uh, available. And it really was a live call-in show. They had a phone number. You would call in. Um, they would have sometimes crank callers and stuff, uh, too. You know, they had to deal with people just kind of messing around. Uh, but they would talk about Star Wars news. They actually had interviews with uh, famous people. I think maybe Michael Stackpole was one of the people back in the day and other people of that, uh, the very early kind of like, well, I guess it would be like the late 90s EU people. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had some of those uh, people on there. So it was interviews. It basically, it was, a, it was what you kind of think of in terms of uh, podcasts nowadays. It's... Uh, it really was formed back then. You know, they'd have uh, intros, music, they'd introduce themselves, they have, you know, call us at this number, here's our email. Um, they went to, I believe, some conventions. Uh, I don't think they went, they might have gone to Celebration, the very first one in 99, but they did go to conventions as well and would do kind of on-the-site stuff there with people. Um, yeah, interviews with Lucasfilm. Uh, they were... They were the first, and a lot of what they did ended up just being what became, you know, modern Star Wars podcasting. Wow, and and I because I know ahead of their time, really, yeah, for real. And I I recall from the article you shared with us, kind of about this stuff. They they kind of existed for what a couple of years, right? Um, Jedi talk. Yeah, three years. They went until yeah. two thousand. Two, so okay, so probably uh, right I around think, Attack of the Clones. Shortly after the uh, Attack of the Clones, I think it was maybe September. I'm trying to recall off the top of my head, but I think it was September of 2002 that they stopped. Okay. And do you know when the term podcast became a thing? Yeah, as part of that uh, that information, I, uh, the the article that you read, I tried to find that out, right? I tried to find out what was the origin of it. I think, based on what I got from Wikipedia, it was, I believe, 2004. It was about half a decade between the time that it's the Jedi Talk premiered and podcast, the word, uh, started getting used. Because it was 2001, I believe, that with the, pod, uh, the iPod came out. 2001, right. 2002, and then people, it took a few years to figure out how to create downloadable, uh, updatable feeds of uh, radio shows. And that became kind of what podcast, uh, what is now podcast. Yeah. Okay. So connected with the iPod, it mm-hmm. was a, it was a broadcast to your iPod kind of idea. And that's how they came up with the term. Got it. That's pretty cool. And Microsoft oh, at man. the time had Zune. I don't know if you remember the iPod competitor oh, yeah. and they didn't want yep. those to be called podcasts. So I think they tried to use the term netcasts or uh yeah some other terms audio casts but no podcast was pretty much the, the the universal term for those kind of uh those kind of audio you know uh shows wow yeah oh man zune I I, one of my friends had a zune and it was not great um i <laughs> know <laughs> oh, well, so getting a little bit more personal in your own podcasting journey. What was the first Star Wars podcast you listened to? Boy, it was... Um, so those Star Wars on Direct guys, uh, Seb and Danny, they're, they do a French show, and it's still going. Like I said, it's, wow. it's uh, it just passed, I think, 22 years, or it's about to reach 22 years, because it started in 2001. Wow. Uh, and when Jedi Talk ended... 
those two guys uh, decided decided to create an English version, Star Wars on Direct English. They still kept the same name, but it was just the English language version. Um, and that lasted in that started, I believe, in two thousand three. And they are the ones that I somehow I think I saw the post about their internet radio show uh, on the Force.net message boards, which I was a pretty big uh, participant in at the time. So I just decided to click on it, download a few of them. They they used to do a live show as well. Star Wars on Direct means Star Wars Live in French. And they said, uh, please don't download our episodes while we're streaming live during our current show, you know. Um, so we always, <laughs> I always made sure not to do that. Um, but I downloaded the, uh, the English language episodes, got that. Um, that was my first experience. And um, one of the cool things of going to Celebration was adding, actually getting to meet them in person. That was a cool thing. Um, but then from there, I heard uh, another show that they would have a friend uh, come in and be on their show as a guest, uh, Nathan Butler. And he had a show mm-hmm. called Corona Radio. I'm sure you guys are familiar with Nathan. Oh, sure. Yeah, yes. His show had actually started a year before their English version did. Uh, his started in 2002, Corona Radio. And so I then got connected to that on Star Wars Fanworks, which has served as an inspiration for what I currently do now. Yeah, yeah. Nate, I mean, and for those who who don't know, Nathan Butler for a long time was uh, part of the the Star Wars Report Network, which we are uh, with uh, Beyond the Films. Um, he has since gone into podcasting retirement here in the past few years, uh, which we wish him all the best. Uh, but we do miss him. Uh, I got to meet him at a one, I think it was Celebration Orlando, one of those mm-hmm. those times. Um, he was there, and uh, it was really nice to actually get to meet him. Really, really nice guy. Talks a lot on on yeah. the podcast, but uh, one of the sweetest guys to meet. So yeah, and he. Uh, if you don't know Nathan and you're a Star Wars podcaster or a member of the community, you should know him because at least his influence, because he had a, a really big influence on the community in those early, you know, two thousands to to mid two thousands. Yeah, yeah, and that was something that I found really intriguing with with uh, what you shared with us. Uh, beforehand, Daniel, is it's almost as if there's been a couple of different generations of Star Wars podcasts, right? You had this very, very early stage in 99, uh, a bit of a lull, and then there's another kind of phase of podcasting, and then another, and I mean, I almost wonder if you could debate that there's been a fourth now, because I think Disney's acquisition of Star Wars really ramped things up. Um, but can, can you kind of just provide like just a, a general gloss over of kind of these big kind of incremental steps that have that kind of took shape into what Star Wars podcasting has become today? Yeah, I, I kind of see it that way, too. These waves or generations of shows that got started usually tied to particular um, things happening with uh you know, Star Wars, whatever was being made at the time. So I always put Jedi talk on its own thing. That was 1999. And then uh 2001 to 2003 there was a few more shows that came in star wars on direct nathan's chrono radio and one or two others but it was still pretty small internet radio shows and then uh right around the time of i guess it would be 2005 right around the time of um uh revenge of the sith there were a few more that came out by then it was probably enough for nathan to create a website his star wars fan site which had the directory of what was available it was interesting, though, because at the time, even then, um, these internet radio shows slash podcasts were the second most um, 
second they took on the junior role of what was star wars fan audio the big thing at the time were audio dramas people would make these audio dramas uh what you kind of see now with like i believe the book for count dooku or several other uh you know i think there was an ahsoka story that was audio yeah those kind of things uh were being created by fans and um so that was kind of the primary thing and the the first thing that you saw when you went on to to his site was um all the fan-made audio productions to go along with what people were doing with fan films at the time Interesting. So uh, the fan films oh, kind man, of the I, audio. Oh, go ahead. I remember the fan film phase. There, mm-hmm. there was a lot of of all those. The, the Star Wars dot com even had awards for fan films for a mm-hmm. while back in, in those days too. So I, I remember there was a huge phase of all the fan content uh, right. back in the early two thousands. That was something I always wanted to get involved in, but was a little young and didn't know what I was doing. So. <laughs> And Lucasfilm really was trying to find a way to interact with the, the, the fans that, who were making this stuff, right? They were producing this stuff, putting it online. It became available for people. So uh, I think I think at the time, it was really cool the way, at least, again, a person not actually involved in the creation of it, it was interesting to see how Lucasfilm was very supportive um, of, you know, doing the award shows and allowing, you know, their authors and, and some even people involved in Lucasfilm itself uh, to be interviewed by the radio shows slash podcast, yeah. So then, I think the third generation maybe would be around the time Clone Wars started coming on. That you know the the mm-hmm. podcasts were becoming more popular in general, so more people were starting starting them. Uh, they were splintering off into more specific topics. The early ones were kind of general news shows. They became more specific ones about video, and you might have seen this on the document, Carl. Ones yeah. about video games, ones about collecting. Uh, mm-hmm. ones about literature and books and, and uh, those kind of uh, and then when the Clone Wars came out uh, one specifically about Clone Wars episode reviews, that kind of thing started in the you know 2005, 2008 or 9 period and then the generation yeah. after that would be when Disney purchased uh, uh, Lucasfilm and that started a whole bunch of shows as well yeah, the, that Clone Wars era is when I discovered podcasts, mm-hmm. uh, I had uh, I wanted to make sure I had access to all the Clone Wars episodes. So I bought the iTunes season pass for season one of Clone Wars. And down at the bottom, there was recommended stuff. And there were a couple of Clone Wars podcasts. And I was like, what's a podcast? And (laughs) they downloaded a few of them. And well, as they say, the rest is history. Um, So I guess, Carl, we probably kind of got in at the end of that third wave of podcasts. And that's when it really, I think, the first kind of big expansion of Star Wars podcasts happened. Um, Yeah. You know, we we, go ahead. No, yeah, I'm just agreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, we met, yeah. We, we hooked up with, uh, obviously, our story is that we hooked up, uh, we met uh, Riley and Bethany Blanton of the Star Wars Report. Mm-hmm. Uh, at Star Wars Fan Days in 2011, which is also where we met each other through our our joint listening of uh, the Sarlacc Pit podcast, oh, yeah. um, which they're you know some great guys. But uh, yeah, <laughs> we we joined up with uh, Riley and Bethany, and Riley was like, "Yeah, we're trying to to start a little network, so." we'll help you get started if you want to make a podcast. And Carl and I jumped on that. Um, and by the end of that year, we, we had this show going and uh, taking a few different uh, flavors, 
but we like to, I like to think that the, the tone of it and the attitude of it have kind of stayed consistent over the years. So. And it's a great accomplish, accomplishment as, as I've gone to research uh, what are now like, I think I've got on my spreadsheet 4,300 podcasts that have been uh, created about Star Wars or Star Wars and more is, is another category I have. Wow. Um, quite a few of them. 4,300. Oh I, I can scroll down to the bottom of it. Let's see. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> uh, let's see. 2,000, 3,000, 4,100. So I've got it. I would say 4,335. Holy yeah. cow. Yes. That's wow. a lot of Star Wars shows. <laughs> a lot of them. A lot of them are um, just released one episode. Okay. You know, and and that was it. Um, a few of them have been just things that were created by teachers trying to hmm. teach their students, you know, uh, how to create something online and post it. And so there's like a few that are just associated with like high schools. Um, I tried, and many of them unfortunately have been lost to time. You know, that's uh, preservation hmm. for me is a really big deal, uh, both in my professional life and also in um in the star wars fandom that i'm a part of i want it all documented and preserved and uh amazingly downloaded on my hard drive <laughs> yeah i've got quite a quite a extensive selection of things that i've never listened to but i just want to save them because i don't want it to, to disappear yeah oh that's really awesome that's that's great so if anybody's looking for old episodes of some pod of some podcast Daniel might have it. Um. Yeah. <laughs> now, I'm what I'm what I'm curious then about with with that that extensive list you've been cultivating, Daniel. Um, mm-hmm. So, with these subsequent generations, right? Like looking at that early days, you know, 1999, you have Jedi talk, and ki- that's kind of it, right? At that time, and then right. 2005, kind of this bit of a. I don't want to say a resurgence, but more of a, a, a stepping into its own, which kind of makes sense because podcasts are now becoming a thing. You've got the iPods out there. You've got MP3 players. You've got all these things that are making them more accessible. Um, and this may be a question that's just too quick to answer right now. Uh, but can you ballpark it in that that particular kind of like second generation, how many shows are kind of popping up at that time? Are we talking dozens? Are we talking hundreds? Um, and I'm not sure if you can ballpark that just off the bat like that, but. I would say dozens. So uh, we've mentioned Nathan a few times and yeah. he had a, uh, the FanWorks directory. You can go back in the internet archive and um, look at the different dates. And he pretty much was listing everything that was available at the time. And so if I can remember around the 2005 period, there was maybe like about 30 shows. Uh, by then, some of them had already kind of stopped producing, but he still they were still listed so there. So there was probably, yeah, like three or four dozen. Um, and then it ended up, ended up getting too big to kind of just put in one in one location. And they weren't all hosted there, but they were they were definitely listed. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that I would say it was in the dozens at that point, low dozens around 2005. Okay. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, because my own my own introduction to to Star Wars podcasts was in essentially early 2011, maybe late 2010, actually, um, uh, when I was just taking lots of trips back between Boston and New York because uh, I've been living in Boston since 2008 and family is in upstate New York. And doing a lot of those boring five-hour drives, I was like getting sick of listening to music. So I was like, oh, I know there's these things called podcasts. I wonder if there's any Star Wars podcasts. And I remember at the time – 
you know, you, you just put that into iTunes and there were tons of shows. Um, and I tried several of them and many of them just, eh, I was like, this is boring now. This is stupid. A couple of them that I was like, every other word was a swear word. Not that I'm like against swearing. Like I, I swear in my regular language sometimes, but I was like, my gosh, like you guys can't talk without swearing. Um, but then, but then I <laughs> stumbled across one show that I really liked and it was, it was the Sarlacc pit podcast and, uh, hosted by, uh, Chris Smith and Matt Cranky. And I think they, they existed at that time for only about a year, maybe two. I sent them an email with like, Hey, this would be a cool show idea for you guys. So they invited me on. And, um, Mm -hmm. that was my introduction into like actually being on a podcast and through that got invited out into this to fan days. And that's where I met Jason and we decided to do our own show. Um, but what I found so interesting is like, even at that time, even in 2010, there were, there were dozens of shows. I wouldn't say hundreds, at least from my experience, but there were quite a few. Um, and like you said, Daniel, there, there clearly was starting to become a, a certain niches, right? There were shows that um, talked just about characters. There were shows that talked just about video games. Um, and uh, I think what attracted me to Starlight Pit was this was just a show that talked about random fun things in Star Wars. And that's that's kind of how we replicated our own show when we started Wampus Lair was, mm. uh, you know, I, I really love what they do. I love that format of just, you know, two friends getting together to talk about Star Wars. What are the things you want to talk about? And that's that's kind of what Wampus Lair became, um, which wasn't particularly unique in 2011. And it's definitely not unique in 2023. Um, There are probably hundreds of shows now that do what we do. Um, So it's interesting when you think about even just from like a a market analysis aspect of, you know, the market's flooded now, Uh, um, you know, in our in kind of our heyday of the show right before the Disney acquisition, um, our download numbers were at a certain place that they're no longer at now. And I mean, part of it could just be people got sick of listening to us, which is valid. Um, I'd get sick of listening <laughs> to me. <laughs> um, but I think it was also just now you have all these other shows. So you just have um, you just have such a, you know, you walk into the store now and it's not like there's just four black series figures. Now you've got a hundred black series figures plus the micro galaxy collection and the vintage collection. And like, you've got so many things to choose from. Um, And I think from an, if you're just a star Wars fan looking for star Wars content, this is nothing but good for you. When you're a star Wars podcast creator, it's become a little different. Um, Trying to be original, trying to be unique, trying to make a, a, a statement in the Star Wars podcast community, I think has become, uh, I don't want to use the word difficult because it makes it sound like it's laborious. It's not necessarily that, but it's just, there's so many other voices in, in that. Um, it's, it's diluted from a creator's standpoint. There, there's, mm. uh, you know, your the fan base is growing, um, but in some sense, percentage-wise, maybe not as fast as the creator base is um uh and it's so easy to make a podcast now you know the 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 ability to create a podcast or to put something up on youtube is as easy as filming something on your phone and uploading it to the the site you know that that's all you have to do nowadays it's so easy to do so it's not a surprise that there's the 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 numbers have just grown and the amount of people just giving it a try 
Um, I think the other thing is, Carl, we, you and I are, aren't super into the social media promotion mm-hmm. game. And that is almost as big of a deal <laughs> as a content creator uh, yeah. in the, today's day and age now. And, uh, you know, we're just here to, to have fun and talk about Star Wars. And uh, the nice thing is, is um, there's definitely, we definitely have some, some listeners who've been listening to us since the beginning. Um, so it's nice to have, have those guys still around and, our, our engagement, I, I feel, for the amount of people that, that still listen, is pretty high. So mm-hmm. I, like to, I like to feel like we're at least, you know, still doing that, that we're your friends talking Star Wars stuff. So, yeah, um, for sure. But yeah. And, yeah. and you have to think also, it's not just that you're competing for the ears of other Star Wars listeners. Those listeners are also listening to other things outside of if they're podcast fans of star wars they might be mm. podcast fans like i am of many other things as well sure yeah and so uh my star wars podcast listening um is competing with other things that i want to listen to throughout the day and i do listen to a lot of podcasts i uh <laughs> i'm one of those people that it's interesting to hear you guys because i usually hear you at 1.5 speed or 1.7 <laughs> speed on my am i not talking fast enough daniel yeah so I listen yeah. to quite a few hours of. Uh, I, I'm not a big TV person or movie person. Uh, just watching in general. Uh, I do watch YouTube a lot, uh, but mostly it's uh, podcast. And so I've listened to many, many, many hours of it, uh, yeah. many hours a day. But yeah, it is. It is something that I want to fit in Star Wars podcast with other things as well. Um, yeah. And so that might be another competition that goes outside of the fandom. Yeah. Well, absolutely, because you know as. It, the the situation the podcast situation isn't unique to Star Wars podcasts mm-hmm. you know uh, the the true crime podcasts are a genre in and of themselves now that mm-hmm. could rival the the content in a true in a, the true crime podcast genre is enough to rival anything out there uh, like mm-hmm. the, just the amount of content out there I'm sure uh, is enormous. Um, but of course, you know, people listen to audiobooks. They, there's all sorts of things. I know one of the things that takes up a lot, you know, some of my time is I keep up with uh, a D&D show called Critical Role, which releases mm. weekly episodes that are three to four hours long. Um, so I, I got to keep up with that, you know. So it's uh, there's a whole bunch of other things, you know, in the world out there. And everyone is making content. Mm. So... <laughs> And I don't think a person should really consider doing it now if they're trying to get prominence. They should do it because they love it and yep. they, yeah, you know, and it's something that they want to do with their friend and they just happen to record it, right? Yeah, um, yes, and have these great discussions. And and I think the best, I mean, the best listeners are the ones that want to listen to the two of you specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's not just Star Wars. It's not just the information which they can get at other people places um many other places online they don't even have to listen to podcasts to get it but they want to hear you and um and you become people's buddies you know Mm, Uh, and companions and sometimes they will hear your voices more than they'll hear their own spouses throughout the day or or uh children um yeah so it's kind of a a a prominent and special place that uh that podcast hosts will have in the lives of their listeners that's a uh, that 
what a great uh, perspective to share, Daniel. Uh, I think that's something I often forget about uh, is that, and I think that's what's true is is as as um, you know as kind of this this boom of Star Wars podcasting has has started since essentially the Disney acquisition and and. 2013 but really 2015 with force awakens coming out and now just mm. now just a flood of star wars content probably till the day we're all dead um you know yeah. uh there's so many folks out there so many voices um and uh i appreciate that reminder of of again kind of the privilege of being a place that uh, you know lots of folks still still come to listen to us week in and week out um uh, for that purpose so thanks for that perspective that's that's really humbling and 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 wonderful to hear so thank you for that yeah. um, and i talk about that from experience i i've there have been times in my life where you know those old reliable friends i was listening to on the radio provided me comfort during some you know some pretty down times in my life yeah and uh it was nice to to have that just to kind of get away from other worries in my life or you know just uh things going on and and good podcasts are consistent you know, uh, not just in their regularity, but in their, in what to expect from them. Yeah. Um, and so I think that can be kind of a, a, a bit of a refuge during some difficult times in people's lives. That's a, that's I, true. Hearing you say that reminds me just over these 11 plus years we've been doing this. I mean, so many times over that long span where we've gotten really, really touching messages from folks, either in an email or a, or a message on social media where folks are just like, Hey, been going through a rough patch, but like listening to you guys every week on my car or, you know, at work or at school has really lifted my spirits. Like that's, that's such a great thing to do because like you said, Jason, right. And, and like you reiterated, Daniel, I think, um, the reason we continue to do this and we'll continue to do this is because we just love talking Star Wars together. Uh, yeah. I, and we do our best to intentionally be positive. I mean, there are things about star Wars I don't enjoy. Um, and with Disney's <laughs> handling of star Wars, there's been several things I've not enjoyed. Um, but we try not to bemoan that point. You know, I, I think we try to be honest about things that don't work for us without it being a, a bash fest. I mean, I, I know there's been times over the years where I've been harsh on things and that's, I mean, I'm human, I'm not perfect. Um, but, uh, you know, I think at the end of the day, I, hopefully what brings folks consistently back to our show is the fun we have with star Wars. Uh, cause yeah. star Wars has been, and I can speak for both of us here, Jason confidently because of how well I know you, um, <laughs> Is Star Wars has been such a source of fun for us in our life that that's what we yeah. want to give back through the show. Um, uh, to, to just, know, I, could I talk to that yeah, about uh, please. for a second? I, because, yeah, there has been a lot of content coming out, uh, you know, video-wise, animation-wise. And, and um, you know, I've liked a lot of it. I haven't liked some of it and stuff. But I something put in perspective, uh, there was an episode of Andor that came out and there was also the um, Tales of the Jedi that came out on mm -hmm. the same day back in, I think, November or so. Mm -hmm. um, November, December, somewhere around there. I remember, you remember the, that particular day, right? Yep. I'm sure, oh, yeah. I'm sure yeah, you have yeah, a lot yeah, to yeah. talk about. Um, and that was like almost three hours of material, two hours to three hours of material that came out in one day. And I just, I thought to myself when I saw that, I'm in my late 40s and I remember when we had that much material come out in one day and then we had to wait three years to have the equivalent of that much material come out again. And we didn't really yeah. have much except maybe a 
you know, Han Solo book or uh, uh, a couple Marvel comics come out. And so, you know, I see a lot of discourse that comes out and, and some, some pretty negative stuff. And I, I just, I choose not to engage in that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. What is it? Uh, what does Rose say? You, you. Oh yeah. Uh, what you hate. Yeah. Yeah. Don't it's save what you love. Don't, you know, yeah. that's how we win. Not by fighting what we hate, but saving what we love. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Because I think fighting those kind of things um, is what those people want. Mm. <laughs> you know, I, and so yeah. I, I just, uh, you know, the, the fighting kind of engaging that negativity uh, is, is exactly what people want. And so I, I choose to celebrate the things that I like. And that's my way of um, winning, I guess. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. So I just and, see that. that oh, go ahead. Yeah, and, and I was going to say, we we do our very best, you know, and obviously we're not perfect. We know we don't do it every single time, but we do our very best to, uh, as consistently as we can, do that, just to celebrate mm-hmm. what we enjoy. And obviously, if we're doing a, a like, you know, we did our, our Andor Season 1 recap episode where we, you know, talk about the, you know, the season as a whole and what we liked and, you know, we we definitely brought up some of the things that didn't work for us, but we we tried to bring these up in in ways that aren't like, ah, it's a terrible thing, and you know, <laughs> I we try not to, you know, we've been very cognizant of of trying to make sure our discourse is as positive as we can make it, um, because there's enough angry shouting on the internet that we don't need to contribute to. So <laughs> I think strong criticism can be a positive. Uh, yeah, I don't necessarily mean it has to be, you know, happy happy. I mean that uh mm-hmm. you you provide something that is of worth in what you yes. say with the critiques. Uh, yeah. yeah. So there's stuff that I don't like and I would I would explain if I were to be on a podcast I had a podcast which I don't. Uh I would uh, <laughs> I would talk about the reasons I don't like something in a way that's like, oh, okay, maybe, you know, to kind of explain myself. So, but I also talk about the things I like, and I realize a lot of it, because we are so lucky to have so much of it, is uh, it's just not really for me, and that's fine. I don't I don't need to watch, you know, the, the small things for Star Wars kids, because that's not really directed towards me. But I'm glad it's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's the thing that I know Carl and I have really talked about and kind of come to the realization of, especially in the last couple of years, is because there's so much content, we don't have to like it all. Uh, and our enjoyment of all of this is very subjective because it's it's pop art and entertainment. And, you know, they're trying all sorts of different genres. And some of these things are just not genres we like. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> and that's just a fact. Yeah. So we don't have to like all of it. But, you know, uh, I love and that's, that it exists. And that's okay. I love yes. this. I live in a world where Star Wars is still being actively producing new material yes. 40 yeah. years later. Because I remember being that kid in the late 80s when it was the dry spell. You know, yeah. the dark times, mm-hmm. as some of us used to yeah. back then. Between Return of the Jedi and the, the start of the EU, there was basically nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just amazing. So, And then on top of that, there's all this fan stuff. Podcasts, right? Right. <laughs> Yes. I could just live off of that. And there's, uh, you know, cosplay. There's, I mean, there's just so many things. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. Now, go ahead, Jason. Go ahead, Carl. All right. <laughs> One thing I wanted to ask you, Daniel, <laughs> in, in the years you've been kind of compiling these lists and, and uh, you know, putting together all this information about the many, many, many different types of Star Wars podcasts and shows that have existed, is there anything that has kind of surprised you with it? 
or any anything that you were just like, huh, that's really surprising or shocking. Hmm. I realize that's a big oh. question to ask without giving you prep time. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so much of, I do. I think when we talked about the waves of things, like I was surprised, I guess, to see like, it shouldn't have been like during certain things that, that happened in, in Lucasfilm and stuff. That's a reason. That's like a, a spark that launches a bunch of podcasts. You know, the mm-hmm. Disney acquisition mm-hmm. was a big one. Um, this clone wars, like I said, was a big one. The, um, uh, the release of uh, The Force Awakens was a big one. Surprisingly, around 2000, and, and you know, I really started like including the dates, the start dates of shows uh, on my spreadsheet. 2017 to 2018 there was a huge number, and I don't know, I don't think it was related to something Star Wars. I think it was related to somehow there was an easy way to start making podcasts, and so everyone mm. just started. I don't know if it was Anchor mm, or yeah. Spotify or something like that, where it just became like, okay, I can just start doing this um so there was a flurry of star wars podcasts right around 2017-18 many of them just were a couple episodes and that was it but yeah that was a that was that was a surprise and i'm still trying to figure out what exactly because i don't think it, it tied to anything in particular in this in the star wars you know star wars stuff yeah okay i mean obviously you know the last jedi came out at that point but you know mm-hmm. a lot of the discourse was already kind of happening so yeah, that that's an interesting. Hmm. That make well that would make sense. Yeah. Like if if you have you know I mean like Anchor is is a big one. Um, it's probably the biggest one. But you know these things that have really streamlined, like you mentioned earlier, Jason, the way you make a pro- podcast. It's super easy mm-hmm. as long as you can grab a decent mic. And most computers come with preloaded software that can record things. Boom! Now you've got this platform that you just upload an MP3 in, and then it does all the work for you that accessibility is certainly going to change the number uh, that's doing it. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm just, what I'm really interested in and, and curious if you can, if you can speak to maybe some evidence based truth to what I'm about to state, Daniel, are mm-hmm. again, just comparing 2011 when, when we launched the, the Wampus Lair to even 2016, five years later, you know, a year after Force Awakens existed, just the amount of podcasts that just started appearing. And, you know, and we saw that because folks like on social media are like, here's our new show. Be sure to, you know, mm-hmm. you know getting tagged in all these things from new shows. And we did that in the early days, too. Right. You try to plug into the other networks to try to build your audience. It makes sense. But just the amount of shows mm-hmm. in that five year span was so big. Um Is that like does does your does that is what I'm saying supported by the numbers you've compiled, Daniel? So in the middle of that period was the Disney purchase, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Between 2011 and the Force Awakens, 2012. That was a really big reason, um, uh, moment in Star Wars history. And I think that was probably why also it could have been, and I don't, I don't think there's a particular year, but I mean, social media's boom really happened around that time too. So the word mm. started getting out. Um, people started hearing more about podcasts. I'm sure. I don't know if your your download statistics, if you have like a year by year to see when was the big year, but there might have been, you know, a rise around the middle of that time, 2013, yeah, 14, yeah. 15. Yep, yeah. is my guess. Uh, so. The number of podcasts going up, um, the easy availability of social media to spread the word about it, and people were 
sharing, you know, you could start to retweet or repost um, what you were listening to, that kind of thing. Uh, iTunes was very big at the time still. Um, maybe yeah. the launch of the iPhone. Well, that was earlier, but when iPhones became much more available and apps on the iPhones, then you could start listening to podcasts more that you didn't need an iPod. Mm, many more people just started getting to it on iPhones. your phone. Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of those things, it wasn't one thing, it was many different things. And of course, you know, Lucasfilm being purchased by, by, um, by Star Wars just re-energized Star Wars. So yeah. people yeah. wanted to start finding, use, you know, using that as a reason to start a podcast. So yeah, that's my hunch. Yeah. I don't yeah. really know. Yeah. Um, well, and, and I, I think there there was just a change in, um, and I, I can speak to this just from the experience of the difference between podcasting and even 2012 from 2014, um, right? Because yeah. Disney Disney acquired Lucasfilm in October of 2013, uh, or was it October 2012? 2012. Okay, so we'd only been doing the show a year before Disney acquired yeah. it. Um, but in that first year, it was it just felt like a niche thing, um, and it still did for a few years after that. Um, and and there was also a closeness among podcasters um, in 2012 that certainly doesn't exist in the same way today. And again, I think there's just so darn many of them. It'd be a lot more difficult to do that now. Um, uh, And I think like in those early stages, because of, you know, like you, you said, Jason, you know, Riley and Bethany Blanton kind of invited us into the star Wars report network. And then they built that out and you, you met a community of fellow podcasters just by being in a network uh, we had some shows we already listened to and we started interacting with those folks. Um, and I think, I think, I think this is important to, to, to point out. There was a complete lack of diversity among star Wars podcasts in the early days. It's, it was mostly white dudes. <laughs> um, I mean, which we are. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, I, I think that's just something that was real. And then as there became a, a, a stronger diversity to star Wars podcasting, um, it did show some of the ugly colors of some of these podcasters who felt threatened by that, which is all sorts of pathetic. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and, but with that, there also then became this competitive side to Star Wars podcasting. And, uh, and that's something that's become more and more pronounced in the Disney era, I would say, um, is you have, uh, you have folks that just, uh, they'll, they'll shun other shows kind of dismissively or rudely mm-hmm. um, and then align themselves with other shows. It becomes like this really petty mm-hmm. juvenile sensibility to it. Um, yeah. You know, in the, in 500 podcast episodes in 11 years of podcasting, I would say 98% of my experience among folks that listen to the show and fellow podcasters have been nothing but positive, but that 2%, those are the things that sometimes are hard to get past. Um, and yeah. I remember there was a, a podcast I used to really, really love who were complete bullies to me several years ago. And, uh, and I just like, I was like, screw them. I'm done listening to them. I'm done promoting them. Um, and, and then they like got their little allies in with them, you know, and mm-hmm. it was just, it just became like this really petty schoolyard bullshit. <laughs> and it really mm-hmm. pissed me off. Um, and that's when I was like, man, why is podcasting become this? Why has it become this popularity contest? Um, and, you know, and 
that's when it that's when you start like waxing nostalgia of like oh i remember the early days and sometimes <laughs> i think sometimes the reason we inevitably do things like that is because something negative happens and then we, we kind of pine for those days when things were just pure and fun and exciting um and then when you have people showing up who really just seem like they're selling a brand more than they're loving on star Wars. Like that's the stuff mm-hmm. that really bugs me. Um, and there's a lot mm-hmm. of those folks out there right now. Um, and I, I'm not here to try to trash talk and I'm certainly not going to name anything. Um, that's not what this is about, but uh, at the same time, like it's, it's just interesting to note that in the last five years, the star Wars podcasting community has gotten this competitive edge that I don't remember existing from 2011 to like 2015. Yeah, I I would have to agree with that. The it was definitely a much more tight knit community, and everyone was everyone was going on everyone else's shows because we all wanted, to, partly because we wanted to you know help you know all, you know high tides raise all boats you know you know that kind of thing that was that was kind of some of the mentality. But we also all liked to talk with each other, mm-hmm. and we just wanted to hang out. And this you know, and many of us. You know, Carl and I are on opposite ends of the country, basically. Carl's in, you know, Boston. I'm in Phoenix. And and we're just, you know, we can't hang out other than online. And, you know, all of these friends, you know, unless we're meeting up at a Star Wars celebration, we're scattered all over the country and in some cases all over the world. You know, so, you know, in those early days, we were all on everybody else's shows. You know, everyone was on everyone else's shows because we all wanted to hang out. We all wanted to talk to each other. We all wanted to kind of help build each other up. And yeah, and now, uh, and I think, I think definitely as you pointed out, uh, Daniel, with the the explosion of social media happening in in kind of the middle of all of of that, you know, big boom uh, right around the Disney acquisition and the Force Awakens coming out. Um, and and people you know coming out with brands and and all this stuff and and content creation became like something that that younger people started to aspire to in just the general culture as a whole i feel like that definitely came into the star wars uh podcasting realm and it did become competitive and a bit more cutthroat um in some cases and and you know we've managed to keep some communities uh you know together uh but it definitely the whole landscape is definitely a lot different than it was in those early days and you know mm. there there's some good to that but there's also you know in my opinion i i do miss the closeness uh and of, of that those early communities uh because it was it, it it really was a bunch of us, you know, just nerdy friends jumping on a mic to hang out and talk to each other. So, <laughs> well, and to be fair, a lot of those shows we we were kind of paling around with in 2011, they don't they don't record anymore. So, no, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of shows have have come and gone even since we started. Um, and I'm sure, Daniel, you can attest to that far more. Is the like you mentioned? Mm-hmm. I mean, so many of the shows recorded one episode, or maybe were around yeah. for a month. Um, you know, which which again is why I'm just I don't care. I'll humble brag for a second. I think it's freaking awesome that we did 500 of these. <laughs> you know, I mean that's yeah. that's not every day. Um, but uh, yeah, and I've started uh, one of the things I've started to do, um, partly as a matter of 
practical affordability. <laughs> so I, I have my website, which we could talk about later, but it's it's got a limit of uh, of how many entries I can have. So until I'm willing to pay it more, I have to do something else. So I've been doing kind of these honorary, like, oh, this podcast has reached five years. This podcast has reached 10 years. I think I did one for the Wampus Lair uh, back in 2021. You yep, you sure did. Um, <laughs> yeah, and so I'm kind of occupying with that. So yeah, the, I really think those milestones of still active podcasts that have been podcasting for five, 10 or more years should be recognized. Uh, and then yours is definitely one of them. Um, I would say if I could talk a little bit about some of the things Please. that you had mentioned, I, sure. I, I think part of, um, part of that cohesiveness has been lost. I believe because uh, back in the early, I mean, there was still Instagram, there was still, Twitter, but the, but largely uh, social media in the late twenty late two thousands early twenty tens was still Facebook, and so that was the mm -hmm. one common social media platform where everyone could communicate, and that's how they communicated. There's still evidence of many you know Facebook uh, pages for podcasts that no longer exist, but that was a, a common communication method. There wasn't you know we're using Discord right now that didn't exist. Uh, Instagram, you know th those things weren't really. Um, you know, TikTok, all of those weren't really around. So there was just kind of the one central social media platform. Um, message boards by that time had largely uh, been relegated to a very small niche status uh, as a way for Star Wars to communicate, uh, Star Wars fans to communicate with each other and probably for Star Wars podcasters to communicate with e each other. So I think that's one thing. Um, what else? Uh, there's a podcast I listened to, and this is not to negate what you said, but... Uh, yeah. There's a podcast I listen to called Overdue, which is about, it reviews books. Um, and I remember a comment from one of the co-hosts for that. He said, um, people have been opining for the good old days since the good old days, mm -hmm. and even before the good old days. And if I could say there was uh, Star Wars on Direct, the English language version, the very first podcast show I ever listened to, their first episode was in 2003. And the first, uh, see, Danny did a wanted to do a special editorial about how the uh, Star Wars fan sites were at war with each other and competing with each other and trash talking mm. each other. And how could they all, you know, why can't we all just get along like we used to? And so just know that you're, you're, what you're feeling now is on a broader stage, but it did exist back then too. Mm. There were people who were trying to one up each other and trying to get into Lucasfilm's favor and were trying to get more subscribers and members to their message boards. And so that has existed. It's just it's just more visible and on a broader stage and everyone can read everyone else's comments about it. Um yeah, so that that did exist back then. And it uh and in the mid 2000s, there a lot of those uh, podcasters uh, that were around is, at the same time that kind of uh, the fan rate, the fan radio dramas, the fan audio, you know, uh, dramas were around. They were working with each other too. So there was a lot of cross pollination back then that um, because it was such a small group, they were interact. So a lot of the hosts for the podcasts or the radio shows were also actors in other friends, uh, you know, radio dramas. Um, so that was a kind of a cool time that that was existing too. I think I think what you miss, it would be difficult to recreate. Um, yeah, because it was a, a certain time, right? It's just like mm -hmm. what we were explaining. Why was there such a big rise in uh, Star Wars podcasts around the Disney era? And there were so many different things happening at that time in terms of like spreading the word and the interest in podcasts and the general public. 
Um, so yeah, I know it's it's kind of a bummer because I I love those times too, and as a listener, and I do see a lot of the negativity, and um, I have to decide how I interact with that. I I'm, I deliberately on my social media do not interact with or, or engage even in the stuff that I feel like an ally towards or I agree with stuff, um, because I think it. And this is my own personal. I mean, everyone interacts with their decides how they want to engage or not engage their own way. But I just I feel like the negativity exists and some of that negativity will grow by people interacting with it, fighting, you know, challenging it in a way. My challenge to it is to create a more positive to, again, I know toxic positivity is a, is a bad thing I don't want to talk about, but um, I want to create a Star Wars online presence that I would want to see kind of like how I would dream it to be. And mm. so that's kind of what I do with my site. And I've made mistakes. I've been called out for stuff and it hurts sometimes. Um, <laughs> but I do listen to what people say. And I, I I mean, some people say it in a way that I don't that that is not really actually wanting to, to make it better. But there are people who've talked to me. Um, I remember Michael Cohen. Uh, Michael J. Cohen, he does yeah. a, a couple Oh, we know sites. Mike. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, Mike, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So He was in our early uh, there was days. Something going, yeah. There was something I posted, and it wasn't even related to podcasts, um, but some people were calling out and post, you know, sharing it to other people, not even engaging me, just like, can you believe what this guy said? And uh, Michael uh, came into my DMs and, and said, you know, this is not really pretty good. Yeah, maybe you should rethink about that. And I appreciate that. That was such a great way of interacting with it. And some of the things people have said that I've done it, because I've done it a few times, uh, it was, I agreed with them, some I didn't, but um, the people that actually wanted to correct an issue that they saw are, are I respect that, you know, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. appreciate it. And it's not so much feeling like an attack for the sake of an attack. Um, right. Yeah, so anyway, yeah. so there are people out there that are trying to, trying to interact with things that they disagree with in a, in a, in a helpful way. And, um, and so it's not all terrible and bad. Um, no. As much as it can seem, because that's always like what people see, right? Uh, the, the, I mean, it's it's wow. proven yeah, it's proven in the algorithms that, that negative yeah. content is what gets around, you know? Right. And you have to really focus and, and work very hard to try yeah. to, you know, either avoid that or circumvent it or however you want to interact with it, you know? But it, and it's not just Star Wars; it's just in general. Oh, sure. Like yeah. that's that's the the stuff that makes the rounds because people either are going to be like yes or no, and it just gets spread that way in either direction. Um, and and that kind of you know. So it is it is always nice to see when someone takes the time to be like, hey, you might want to you might want to think about this yeah. or say this in a way that doesn't seem as, you know, caustic or, or whatever the, the case may be. So yeah, it's always nice when, when, when that kind of interaction happens, it's refreshing weirdly enough. So when <laughs> <laughs> I try to promote the yeah. shows that, that I love to hear, which fit my ethos of, of what it means to be a fan online and I promote them. Uh, I, I used to do it not every month, but I used to post every month like, you know, shows that I listen to that are both Star Wars and not. And I would post that on my social media accounts. 
just to kind of um especially the small ones i like to i like to get the word out on small shows that i listen to that that contribute something really beneficial to the community yeah um, and in the broader sense I, I i always think of the star wars and like yeah the the, the awful the scariness the i mean that the meanness the cruelty and you saw some of this in ando right that, that toxicity that that evilness you know i think of the empire and how bad it was and then mm. there's these rebels that you know they did they're a small group that fought the good fight and they might not have always felt that they were gonna or win or um you know beat a, an indomitable foe but they believed what was right and they were going to try and shape the the galaxy in the way they wanted to see it and and that's kind of how i see it with the with um you know the negative and and toxic fan uh interact and in, uh discourse and what i want to see so so that's kind of what i do right yeah yeah uh, fighting what you hate but saving what you love so. yeah exactly absolutely um Bringing it, you know, uh, out of out of this realm of discussion. Unless there was anything else you wanted to comment on in that, Carl? No, no. I, yeah, I was going to say. No. I think we've talked about that enough. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. So but I, I do want, but I want to point out that I, you know, I think Daniel, I appreciate your perspective of even in those early days of of just message forums. These sort yeah. of content, this sort of contentiousness existed, um, yeah. and of course it did, right? Like you think all the way back to 1983 with the people that were all butthurt about Ewoks, right? You know, <laughs> it, unfortunately, this has been a reality in Star Wars really since the beginning. Um, and, episode and, one, remember episode one, and right. how people? Yeah. Oh yeah, know, I have my opinions about that movie, and um, but a lot of people really love it, and I think that's great, and I, you know, and I still watch it, and I. I you know different things i i see things in certain perspectives now that i didn't back then and there's things that i i used to not like that i like um yeah so it's uh but just if if we know our history which again is kind of coming back to that yeah if we know our history then it seems to be a little less like it's it's a terrible thing because it's this has kind of always been around in some fashion or another and then you think yeah. okay well am i gonna am i gonna participate in it because people have been arguing about this stuff for 25 years you know I'm yeah, not yeah. at least if I engage in it, I'm not going to do it in a way that's going to just make me feel miserable about the fandom afterwards. You know, that's what I don't want to go. I don't want to come out of this thing like, gosh, why am I a Star Wars fan? No, I want to be um, saying, OK, well, those people are just going to, you know, fight it out over there and I'm just going to do my stuff. And if maybe it's not a big audience, it's still the way I love to express my, my love for Star Wars. For sure. For sure. Exactly. Um, yeah. Anyway. That's enough about all but, that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, um, enough Enough pining about the human experience in terms of our Star Wars podcasting community. Um, <laughs> but uh, I did just want to, you know, since you, you have this this project uh, where you, you listen or and catalog all of these different Star Wars projects uh, and, and podcasts and shows and, and things like that. Um, and you've already mentioned that podcast is one of the primary mediums that you consume. How many podcasts, Star Wars and otherwise, you listen to regularly? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so a lot. Um, yeah, I. Oh gosh. Well, like I said, I listen. I try to listen. Depending on how quickly the people talk, I can listen either one point five or even. Uh, two times speed on podcasts. Um, 
I listened back in the day. I probably listened to about I don't know eight hours a day worth of podcasts. Wow. I mean, it takes me an hour to get to work, an hour to come home. I'd listen at work, and then I used to come home, and I never watch TV. I mean, I do now because I have a, a big television. But um, I used to listen to it from the time I got home till the time I went to bed. So it was kind of my primary form of media. Mm. Um, so yeah, I'd say ten hours a day. I mean, if you multiply that by one point five to two, that's like. 15 to 20 hours of podcasts i listen to in a day wow Oof. yeah that's wild. <laughs> it kind of became a way of yeah i i just it was my primary thing other people you know have the tv on for eight hours or not you know mm-hmm. four hours five hours when they get home uh, or you know looking at something on their phone nowadays right um yeah and i don't really do that very much um so okay. yeah i mean yeah, it makes sense but yeah that's <laughs> I was just curious because, you know, obviously in order to even get the idea to create this, this kind of database and this kind of mm-hmm. uh, project that you're working on, you know, the, you'd have to listen or, or at least know about a lot of the podcasts out there. So <laughs> as he's scrolling through right now, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That's oh a lot. Gosh. It's uh, uh, let's see, how can I do? Yeah. I'm just going to go in through, 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 through. These so are all the many, shows. That's so many shows. So I don't listen shows. to all of them. I don't listen to all of them, but they're um there's stuff that sometimes I just save it onto my Pocket Cast app so I can then go back later and work on my site. But mm. yeah, I do listen to it quite a bit. Wow. What got you started on this this project then? Project or just podcast listening? The project. Project. Uh my experience, I don't know if you had mentioned it earlier, but I work in a library, a university library, and I just have a natural inclination for cataloging, sorting, and and the big thing, preserving information. Mm. Uh, my university right now is really one of the big initiatives in our library system is digital preservation because uh, so much material is online. Online is being lost. Um, in our case, like research information that just isn't saved because it's saved on professor or in a lab computer uh and that hard drive dies and then it's gone right and this is information that should be preserved just like books should be preserved just like physical media should be preserved in some fashion um and so i was a podcast listener like i mentioned um but i i i started probably about 2010 or 2012 thinking like these early podcasts are disappearing off the internet um Sometimes you could see the the website on the Internet Archive, archive archive.org, but you could not you could no longer download the files. And so I thought, man, this stuff is gone. You know, it's gone forever. And these people's voices and this part of the fandom is um, just like, you know, fan fiction back in the days or fan films, um, unless it's deliberately preserved. It can just be easily lost forever. Whereas something professionally created by Lucasfilm is preserved, you know, they have you know uh, archives and preservations that um, that fans don't necessarily have or even think of. So I just started uh, at least um, downloading shows that I had actively on my iTunes for Windows PC um, program I have, and I just started saving in there. And I created a spreadsheet, and I said, well, let me just do, you know do this at least, so I can have a record in my own you know in my own mind. Uh, with no intention of, well, I didn't at the time have a specific intention of how I was going to display this, uh, but I wanted to at least have the information. 
Uh, and as it, as more and more shows started getting created, the list started getting bigger, and my my hard drives had to start getting bigger as I you know was saving all these files, which still exist here. Um, I just had to start thinking like, well, what do I want to do with this? So uh, I know that Nathan Butler had had his fan work site, which probably stopped updating around 2011 or 12. Uh, there were a few other sites online that I was kind of glad to see. There was Starkiller Sound. Um, I think Fanthatrax still has a page up, and there's a few other. There's like one for um, X-Wing Miniatures game uh, that made by Fantasy Flight Games. They have a set of pod, uh, there's podcasts just centered on that game, and, and so there's a site online that has, uh, has those um, listed. And so there were like little bits and pieces of places that, that were kind of doing what, what Nathan had uh, done earlier in the 2000s. And I, I realized with my library skills that maybe I could do something similar. Um, taking kind of the best of those things, not just creating a list, but creating more of a database. And not having designed any kind of website myself, I had to figure out, well, what do I want to do? Like, I, like what do I want to do? And then how do I get it done? And so I had to find a web service that also had a built-in database because hmm. I didn't want to create each page individually. I wanted to create a template and a database that would populate it with, you know, this page, this page, this page. It would all have the same format. And I could update the database and it would update the pages dynamically. Yeah, so that took a while just to figure out. But... And 2020 happened, <laughs> and I had to work from home. And I did work from home, honestly. Bosses, if you're listening, I did work from home. But I also <laughs> would sometimes have another tab open, and I would kind of try and investigate this stuff. And so uh, Star Wars Now This is Podcasting, the website, um, was created in summer of 2020. So it's been about two and a half years now. And I started with uh, nine podcasts that were chosen they were the podcasts i listened to or that had some historic value so chrono radio star wars uh, action news which was an early uh, action figure you know collecting podcast um do you know jonah marie any chance i don't know if you've met her but she did uh she does geeky bubble she does a kind of a star wars animated podcast that i really enjoy and i wanted to highlight that so that was one of the first ones um but from there every week i would update nine more nine more nine more I had to create information, a basic template for just like the host, if they shared their name and stuff, or if they had a picture on their on their website, I tried to link to that. If, uh, you know, links to their YouTube and social media channels, I had to create sections for, start create sections for categories. So I had to decide how to categorize these pages, um, these uh, podcasts. Uh, networks was another section that I added. So it's it's kind of been built up since then. And I've now maxed out on the number of <laughs> database <laughs> entries I can I can put in there. So I've got to figure out what to do, and I know it involves more money, and that's what I'm like. Eww. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I've created. It's got I think about 500 something podcasts, wow. and just kind of yeah, and then all the the host and network and uh, topic pages and stuff. Language, uh, I try as best as I can to do content. I have like family friendly, general and explicit tags subcategories that kind of stuff so mm-hmm. yeah so that's kind of what it, it built up over the past two and a half years in terms of what's on it but but all of it was built on the idea that i think this portion of fandom i think all portions of fandom but this is one that i was well versed in and that i i could do something with my library skills to kind of create a, um, a resource and a i don't want to say remembrance but a an archive yeah. You know, 
and the, the the files aren't download. I mean, I I don't save. I don't actually have the files. I I shouldn't you know upload them to my site, but links to the RSS feeds and stuff mm. uh, where they're located, and then just personally have them kept on my hard drive. The ones I've downloaded. Yeah. Very cool. That's such a cool project. And, and you're the only one who's worked on this site, right? You don't have anybody else mm-hmm. helping you out or anything. <laughs> no, I mean I've had Nathan look at it and give me his input early on. Um, and then people have commented, and, and um, I do have forms uh, through another site that it links to Airtable. So people, I, I encourage people to do the work for me by providing uh, their information, and, and I'll prioritize them. I, I kind of choose sites randomly based on my spreadsheet to add. Um, but anytime somebody submits on their uh, their information, I'll, I'll put it on because that's you know that's a lot easier than me. I do have to listen to, you know, I try to listen to several episodes of a show that I've never heard of just so I can get a feel for what kind of content's on there, uh, what kind of information the hosts are providing themselves on their show uh, to know what's okay to include. Um, yeah, so that that's, yeah. Uh, it's a process, you know. And so a yeah. lot of what I listen to in terms of Star Wars shows now are just for whatever I'm going to update that week on the podcast, on the, on the website. Yeah. Awesome. Um, well, it's a labor of love. Yeah. Well, and I think that's what's so, so awesome about so many of these projects, right? Like our show and then the hundreds of other folks doing the same thing we do week in and week out. It's always a labor of love, you know, I mean, we all love star Wars so much and have so much to say about it. Um, that I think, uh, the, the easy accessibility of creating a podcast today, you know, while it certainly, you know, as we mentioned earlier, it's it can certainly be sometimes like, oh man, this is so frustrating. There's so many things out there. Who's going to hear us? Um, at the end of the day, I would say it's overall a net positive though, because you've got such a diversity of voices in the podcast community now. Um, and again, that was something that from my, you know, at least my, my narrowed limited experience back in 2011, that just wasn't really true. Um, it, it was, it was a particular demographic of folks making these shows. And now it's just, there's such a diversity among creators. And I think that can only be, that can only continue to be a good thing, both for fandom and for Star Wars. Um, look at the rebellion. It's strong. It's <laughs> biggest strength is in its diversity of forces. Not everybody looking yep. the same like the empire. Um, so, you know, a I lot think, of them all have the same seventies mustache. I don't know. That seems to be some requirement. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, I think if, if you don't, you don't do 500 episodes of something unless you really love it. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that's so cool what you've created Daniel and continue to, to propagate with this, this database of yours. Um, Mm -hmm. so kind of, as we wrap up this conversation, um, you know, I'd love for you to explicitly share with folks, where can they find information about what you're doing? Where can they find your website? How can they interact with you in case maybe folks listening also are doing a a new Star Wars show and they're like, hey, I'd love for Daniel to be aware of this for his database. How can folks find that information? How can they get in touch with you? Yeah, well, the website itself is called Star Wars. Now, this is podcasting, but this is (laughs) emphasized. Uh, But the website address is StarWarsNowThis.com. Uh, social media, I'm on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Star Wars Now This. Um, 
And if you wanted to add your show, uh, just go to the Star Wars Now This website, and there's a button on the front that says Add Your Show. And so just click on that. Uh, the forums are pretty deep, the, I mean, pretty uh, detailed in terms of the, the host show uh, form and the show form. I say at the beginning, add as much or as little information as you want. Uh, and I can then reach back if I have any questions about you know stuff I need to add. Yeah, so that's how people can uh, can get a hold of me and participate in it and see themselves uh, at least preserved in my little way. Because I I always think like as, you know what you guys are doing, uh, Carl and Jason. This is uh, it, it is out there in the open, and I think of, I'm talking about like my digital preservation mind. It's not just that you're providing something now. A fandom is is such a big thing in our society, you know, compared to what it was 30, 40 years ago. So this is something that's going to be researched and looked at far into the future. And then I think mm. the fact that this exists out there and what you're producing now, it's not just for people to listen to now, but there's going to be people decades and maybe centuries later writing about this time uh, as a historical phenomena and listening to you from that perspective and seeing how that fits into topics that they want to discuss and share and, and you know, write histories of so i mean it sounds funny now it sounds like yeah this is like just some small thing we're doing but i always think like you know what were the things people were doing 50 100 300 2000 years ago that we search and archive and learn from and add to kind of our you know our our cultural history so yeah i always put things in a larger perspective if i can yeah i love that that's awesome that's, that's fantastic so the wampus lair is Worthy of recognition in the archives of the Jedi Order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I was going to say, I listened to your episode where you mentioned this, and and you know, you said I'm a I'm a I'm a learning at uh, I'm a trainee of Jocasta New, and when I when I heard you say that at the last episode, I thought, man, I should have come up with a name like Ancasta New or Jocasta Dan or something like that. That would have been a good name. Uh, but uh, no, I'm just Daniel. Yeah, that was cool though when I heard that in the last episode. So. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Um, oh man. Well, uh, this has been fantastic. I've really enjoyed wandering through the the history of Star Wars podcasts and kind of giving a a bigger kind of overview of of where we sit in in all of of this this experiment of Star Wars audio. Uh, and and kind of what that means on a whole. Uh, Carl, if people want to weigh in on our conversation, uh, where can they get in contact with us? Um, well, before before we give that sign off, Jason, Nira, this yeah. is episode five hundred. Um, yes, something true. that not a lot of podcasts have accomplished. Um, so yeah, I'm going to humble brag for a second about that. Um, and, and Daniel, you can probably attest to that. Is that an accurate statement among the Star Wars podcasts that there's not too many that have hit 500? Yeah. So, you know, one other thing I want to add to my, <laughs> amongst the other stuff I want to do my site is, is uh, do kind of a timeline of how many episodes mm. each, uh, each show has produced throughout the years. And so that's, that's still far off, but I'm gathering that information and there's very few, there's maybe a few that have reached a uh, thousand, wow. maybe like one or two. Wow. Uh, there's been maybe less than a dozen that have done 500 episodes, yeah. Especially ones that are still actively being released. Sure. But you're wow. in a, you're in a very you know very special category. That's right. Very oh. rare category. <laughs> well, th- thank you for for uh, car- caressing our ego, Daniel. Appreciate it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that uh, um, I, 
a couple dozen. Wow. Yeah. That I didn't realize it was that rarefied air, Carl. Um Oh, I'm not surprised. There, there's so many shows that launch and then just kind of fizzle out. Uh, you know, I mean, I've I've done yeah. several of those myself that aren't Star Wars shows. So, <laughs> by the time you do episode 1,000, have me back, and I should be able to tell you how many other shows have done 500. Perfect. That's all Perfect. Take. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um, but no, I just it, again want to thank you, Daniel, for for making the time to to be on the show with us to to share this wealth of work you've been doing. Um, really encourage folks to check out check out Daniel's page, Star Wars. Now this is podcasting. Uh, really doing a, such an awesome uh, project. And just thinking back to you know, in in a hundred years from now, you know, folks are going to be looking back at Star Wars the way that probably scholars look back at Shakespeare. And Shakespeare only wrote a few plays, and they're all boring as hell. Um, oh, sorry, that's my opinion. Um, <laughs> but uh, right, you have all these scholars. Hold up. Yeah, yeah, I know you love you love that crap. I know. Um, I, yeah, so, I do. <laughs> um, but you know, when you have folks looking back at something like a phenomenon like Star Wars, a, a multimedia um, creation like this, the fact that there are there's this plethora of voices in in the community, you know, there are thousands of people making shows about this stuff, talking for hours on a a weekly, biweekly, monthly basis. Um, so cool that you're, you've created the space to preserve that. Um, and, and also I, I just, before we sign this off, like just a note of, of appreciation, Daniel, that you've provided that perspective to us and hopefully to others who are listening that are content creators in their own regard, that we are creating a voice in this community, right? Like we, we all have a platform, whether you have five listeners to your show or 5,000 listeners, you have a voice out there with a platform. And I think there's a responsibility that comes with that, whether or not you like it. I think in those early days, you know, Jason, you and I were just doing this out of the, the pure spirit of fun. Let's have fun. We love talking star Wars. We love talking star Wars together. Let's just hit record and put it out there in the universe. Um, but I think as time has gone on, there's also this sensibility of, well, there's also a, a, a certain responsibility is, you know, we can affect how people appreciate this thing that we love. And I think, um, you know, putting in that work week in and week out to just do our best to really focus on these are the th- aspects of this, this growing c- world that we love so much. Um, there's a responsibility with the voice you have and right. And I think that there are, unfortunately, there are people in this content creative community. Um, and I'm happy to say that I don't, I don't interact with any of these people, but there are people that just make a name for themselves by being mean, by belittling, by attacking. Um, and, uh, I, I think, history will not remember you kindly and it shouldn't. (laughs) Um, and I'd like to think that we'll be in that space where we'll be remembered for being gentle and kind and compassionate and, and creating a space for people who love this thing to just love on something. And when you don't love something to just have the respect of saying, yeah, that's not for me and moving on. Um, but instead of making hours of content about why this thing sucks and it's destroyed your fandom and it's like, well, you know, it sounds like your fandom was pretty weak if it's already been destroyed by one project, <laughs> you know? Um, so I was like in my context of work, you know, working a- around the avenue of, of faith and spiritual experience when people are like this bad thing happened and I no longer believe in anything. And it's like, well, you probably didn't have that strong of a faith to begin with, because if it's so easily crushed, 
couldn't have really meant that much and it couldn't have been that mature. And that's what I would say to those people that are using nothing but negativity out there. It's like, well, if, if every little thing crushes your experience of this thing you say you love, eh, how much do you really love it? <laughs> um, but I think, you know, we use our platform to, to, to be honest about, we love this stuff. Let's talk about it. Let's have fun with it. Yeah. So, and, uh, Daniel, real quick, uh, before we wrap up, um, you wanted to mention that you're, you've got uh, a big day coming up in a, yes. in a month or so, uh, that you're working on, right? Right, right. So this is, this is kind of a spinoff or, or like a, a subset of what I do with Star Wars. Now this, um, uh, there's some other, there's another initiative that I've started that's called Star Wars Podcast Day. And I started it in, uh, during the pandemic. Uh, it was a way of me trying to find a way to give back and also do something that I thought would be uh, podcast related. Uh, basically, it's what I, I refer to it as, as a version of May the 4th, you know, Star Wars Day, uh, but specifically for the fan audio community. Because it was, uh, you know, a lot of shows do and continue to, to release shows for uh, May the 4th, and I think they should. But it gets, um, they can get swamped out with everything that's happening Star Wars related on that day. So I thought, why don't we do something that celebrates the Star Wars fan audio community that can also serve as a, as a focal point that will get um, the focus on Star Wars fan audio, Star Wars podcasts, and uh, share it with maybe people who weren't listening to, to shows uh, specific, you know, all the shows uh, before. So I talked with some of the uh, some Star Wars podcasts that I listened to, see if it was of interest in it. We got uh, 30 shows to start off. It ended up being 70 shows, but we picked uh, February 7th because, as I mentioned earlier in this episode, in our discussion, that was the day that the first Star Wars unquote, podcast premiered, Jedi Talk. And so, yeah, we had we had about 70 to 80 shows the first year, and then we had 107 shows participate last year. And so I'm hoping to reach that much this year. Amazing. And it is a way of promoting it. We use hashtags. And uh, so you can find it on uh, Star Wars Pod Day, uh, at Star Wars Pod Day, again, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Those are the social media accounts that I that I have. Uh, but yeah, and, and one of the nice things, if any podcasters, other podcasters are listening to this, uh, I, I interact with the shows that participated in years before, uh, I mean, after it happened. And they said that they got a bump in listenership after participating in it so it's used as that as well uh if we just all use the hashtag and you know and you can read the, the instructions of how to participate it's very easy on the, on the social media accounts um it really is meant as a way just to kind of blast star wars podcasting out to star wars fans in general and also to podcast listeners in general and so yeah please join fantastic okay. <laughs> you got it <laughs> And uh, on that note, Carl, if people want to weigh in on uh, anything that we talked about, anything about the the history of Star Wars podcast that people found interesting, or the fact that we hit episode 500, which is mind-blowing, where can people get in contact with us? Well, we are on uh, Instagram at The Wampas Lair. Uh, You can find us on Twitter at Wampas Lair. You can always email us at wampaslairpodcast at gmail.com. Excellent. Anything else before we close out this historic episode? (laughs) All good. Excellent. Well, thank you everyone so much for listening to episode 500 of the Wampus Lair podcast, Making History. 
For Carl and Daniel, I'm Jason, and we'll see you next time here in the Wampa's Lair. Thank you.